Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. A resolution calling for an unconditional ceasefire in the ongoing conflict between Israel and Gaza narrowly passed the Chicago City Council Wednesday. I will exercise my vote and my right and I vote aye. There are 24 yeas, 23 nays. This motion passes. After hours of debate, the measure came down to one single vote, Mayor Brandon Johnson's. The measure was supported by pro-Palestinian groups and some Jewish groups who opposed the months-long war against Gaza. U.S. and Mideast mediators appeared optimistic in recent days. They were closing in on a deal for a two-month ceasefire and the release of over 100 additional hostages held by Hamas. Egyptian officials said Israel had offered a two-month ceasefire in exchange for the release of the hostages, but Hamas rejected the offer, saying no hostages would be released until an end is declared to the Israeli offensive. Then on Tuesday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected the militant group's two main demands, that Israel withdraw its forces and release thousands of Palestinian prisoners, indicating that the gap between the two sides remains wide. New Jersey Republican Chris Smith has introduced legislation to permanently block the United States from providing funds for the United Nations Agency supporting Palestinian refugees. It's called UNRWA. The legislation comes after the Biden administration suspended new funding amid allegations that 12 staff members of the UN body participated in the October 7th attacks against Israel. A protester opposing the aid cut was arrested on Capitol Hill Wednesday. UNRWA has been the lifeline for the Palestinian people since Israel was created and pushed them off their land. This is how they have survived. Israel has long been trying to get rid of this agency that provides food, water, shelter, health care, medicine. And now this is the chance. They were told by the international court that they had to stop the genocide and that they had to provide humanitarian assistance. And their response the same day was to get the United States and some other of their followers to cut funding for the lifeline for the Palestinian children, mothers, women, the people, our innocent civilians. This is sick and it is wrong and we have to stand up as Americans and say that we object. Free Palestine! At least nine countries have paused funding for the organization, and UNRWA has warned that it may be forced to end assistance to two million Palestinians in Gaza. UNRWA's commissioner general said an investigation is being launched into the allegations and terminated the contracts of nine employees. And the chief executives of the nation's top social media companies were grilled on Wednesday on Capitol Hill over child safety. The tech leaders defended their companies from accusations. They failed to protect kids from exploitation and abuse. At one dramatic moment, Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri called on Meta's Mark Zuckerberg to directly apologize to the families in the room. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Zuckerberg told them, it's terrible. No one should have to go through the things that your families have suffered. And FBI Director Christopher Wray warned about the growing threat of Chinese cyber attacks against U.S. electrical grids and other infrastructure during an appearance Wednesday before the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party. They're using their cyber targeting to preposition on our critical infrastructure to be able, should they so choose, to conduct a destructive or disruptive uh, attack on our critical infrastructure at the time of a conflict. So they're doing all those things. They all feed up ultimately into their goal uh, to supplant the U.S. as the world's greatest superpower. 
As Ray testified, the Justice Department and FBI announced they had disabled a Chinese hacking operation that had infected hundreds of small office and home routers with botnet malware that targeted critical infrastructure. The hackers, known to the private sector as Volt Typhoon, used privately owned small routers. The New York chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations condemned the reported use of a foul-smelling chemical agent on January 19th, suspected to be the product known as skunk. It happened during a pro-Palestinian protest held at Columbia University. One of the victims was on Linda Sarsour's What's Going On program Wednesday morning at 7. She said the smell, called skunk, made numerous people sick and several went to the hospital. We started increasingly smelling this really, really pungent, unique smell that I had never smelled before. I thought that there was a sewage leak. In in hindsight, a lot of us have described the smell as this is quite graphic, but, you know, some sort of rotting carcass and feces, a combination of those two. It's really unmistakable. It's, again, unlike anything that I have ever smelled in New York City. The NYPD say they are investigating. Paul DiRienzo, New York.